0: where you can find additional information and resources, as well as the episodes for this podcast. There is also a link on the website to the Facebook page for All Things Plantagenet. Okay, so now on to the show.
1: Henry, by the grace of God, King, from Scotland to the Pyrenees, the greatest empire in the world the devil's gift. That's his most subtle trick, to give us what we pray for. my hand, and it was empty. What did you pray for, Louis, King of the Franks? What did you seek?
2: A son. I prayed most earnestly, and still I was not answered. Mine were the devil's gift. What must I do to find God's love again? And then the chance was given me to make my... You sent me, Thomas Beckett, my Lord, I
3: am come naked to your shores, exiled and deposed.
2: Rise up, my Lord Archbishop. It is yours. My Lord, I bring you blessing. It is the
1: only gift I seek. Christmas. Christmas has come and there is still no answer. Where are my envoys to the Pope?
4: Garwain had won his...
1: and now
4: he approached his lady and he trembled. Mama! Mama! Why did he show this fear? He was a brave knight, as I told you, and yet he trembled because he was a servant before his lady in the court of love. Gawain was in the presence of his mistress and of his lord. Love is what made him tremble.
1: Come. Lucien and from the Pope.
4: What do they say? You look angry.
1: His Holiness was most evasive even hostile. We heard more threats than promises of support. And Chichester made a bad impression. He stumbled in his lap in. They found that funny. And so they laughed. Yes. Yes, my lord, I fear they did. Fools! How dared they laugh? You should have threatened them! The Pope is nothing without my support. The German Emperor has called them Antichrist and sworn to bring them down, and I can do the same. Did you tell them that? More or less. A phrase somewhat differently. In faulty Latin. You see, my lady... Well, there's something more. What else? We saw the Pope at Sons. That's where he's gone. As you say, my lord, he dare not stay in Rome. He fears the Emperor's forces. As we approached the river... We saw a cavalcade! Quite a crowd of men and horses. A retinue of clerks and servants. The Archbishop. In full panoply with his chapel, vestments, everything. It was Thomas Becket. He was there, before us. He left the shore with nothing. Then he has been to Louis. Yes, my lady. And money talks, especially with the Curia. It was King Louis's money that proved more eloquent than we. By the eyes of God, then, he shall pay for it. Louis swore to love me. Thomas! Thomas was my friend. I never cheated him. Why did he do this to me? How many kinsmen has he? Thomas, my lord? How many? Oh, there, there may be thousands. Mm. His family has been in England for many years. Turn them all out. Wives, husband, children, babes at breast, all. I'd like to see them, that beggar's army, when they reach him with their hands out. I'll take the revenues of Canterbury and everything he owns. Now <laughs>
4: It's all right, Richard. He won't harm me.
1: Lion cub, you hate me, don't you? Leave me alone. All of you! His world, he gave it all to me, and it's empty, empty and cold as I wanted love, I wanted love, I wanted love. <laughs> That's why I on We'll start the march here,
2: Woodstock. John of Oxford has assembled his forces in the town. Some of his men served with you in Wales before. Well, we go by Gloucester, Worcester, Shrewsbury, Osworth Street to the border. Who's the girl? Hmm? There's a girl on the stair waiting for an audience, isn't she? Oh, I thought I told you. It's Walter a Clifford's child. Had her schooling with the nuns at Godstow, and now her father wants her home. We've promised to escort her to the border.
1: Deconfort's child.
2: But we don't go through Hereford, not this time.
1: No, no.
2: I think her father was expecting a fresh campaign in Monmouth. Look, if there's any trouble, I'll find another way. No,
1: no, no. I'll see her. You. you can tell her to come in. And send the nun away. If we can't escort her, I must explain to her. Ran off. Yes, of course.
5: My lord. You sent for me.
1: You're de Clifford's child. I know your father. Yes, my lord. He campaigned with me in Wales the last time. I don't remember. My lord. Your name, I don't ever recall. You? I am called
5: Rosamond, my lord.
1: Rosamond? Uh, we were to escort you to the border. I go with the army. Uh, There'll be no other women or the lady. Oh, I thought the queen. No. The Queen is with her children in Normandy. And besides...
5: Yes, my Lord. How old are you? I'm Seventeen, my Lord. Sweet Jesus. What was that? Oh, lightning, my Lord. Now we shall hear the thunder.
1: Aren't you afraid?
5: God will not harm us if we have done no wrong.
1: Ranoff! My
5: lord. There it is.
1: We shall escort this lady to her father. Uh, While she's here, she may use the Queen's apartments. Uh, You have a servant with you? Yes, my lord. Take her, uh, and go now. Rosamunde. Rose of the world. Why have you left the march?
5: It's begun to rain, my lord, the cart leaks like a sieve.
1: I shall conduct the Lady Rosamond when the storm has passed. Go back to the wagon and tell them to move on.
5: Do as the King has told you.
1: I deceived you. My lord? I lied. We shall never reach your home. We go further north to Paris' land.
5: I know. The nuns at Godstow taught me enough for that. You must have thought me a very foolish child, my lord. But I am not a child now.
1: I meant to send you. I couldn't let you go. It's getting dark. Where have you gone?
5: What you see?
1: No. I see things with my hands.
2: Your cloak's wet.
5: I was going to take it off.
2: Let me.
1: I want to see you naked. Why is it wrong? Why did you stay? You knew that I deceived you, yet you stayed. I didn't mean to harm you. Christ, help me, I shall not harm you. How is it wrong? allows it. Rosa Mundi, Rose of the World.
2: Paris sings it, Philip Augustus Diodonnet, the gift
1: of God. I have a son. I shall never fight in Wales again. I've lost two armies and found you there.
5: What was your news from Ogier?
1: The queen has born a daughter. She'll be called Joanna.
5: You should have been there. Why? Well, she is your daughter, too. And the Queen loves you. No. Why do you say so?
1: She thinks I should
0: love her.
5: Then it's true. She doesn't love you. Love makes us his slave. And there can only be one slave and master.
1: Out of the mouths of babes. She never understood that. How do you?
5: It's in my blood. Perhaps I met a wild woman from the hills who told the secret. Oh,
1: love should be secret. No one shall ever know how you've loved me. Once the secret's out, the wind blows it away. We'll meet in secret. Like, uh, Tristam and (laughs) old. Where shall I hide it? The nunnery at Godstow? No. The pavilion at Everswell, that's where we'll meet. It was built for Eleanor, but she never cared for it. It's in a secret place with a palisade to hide it, and a secret gate. And there's a a, a stream that flows between us. So that when I want to visit you, I can do as Tristram did with this old.
5: What was that?
1: He floated twigs down the rivulet that ran right through her bower. It was a sign to let him in. Everswell should be your bower, our secret place. I'll make it ready before I go away, and you must wait for me. No one but I shall ever find you there.
5: It's a pretty story, but you will go to Anjou, and I shall go to Goldstone, and take my vows. Yes.
1: I must talk to Louie, I've been away too long. understand the Queen is with you here in Angers for your Easter court. And all the children too, except young Henry. I- I've sent for Eleanor. She'll join us. How many years? 11.52 I parted from her in Orléans. It's 14. <laughs>
2: it seems longer. And now I have a son. Yes. And it makes such a difference. Do you know I hadn't realized I'd almost reached the point of giving up the world and now... What? Now I want all of it. For him? <gasps> oh, You mustn't let that bother you. In fact, it raises quite an interesting possibility. Mm. No, there is a matter which concerns us both and which worries me. I, I'm sure you know what it is.
1: Does it have a hair share to stutter a very high opinion of itself and live by begging? It's all very well for you to make a joke about it. Let me tell you about Thomas Beckett, Louis. You don't know him as I do. For one very good and simple reason, Thomas and I are too much alike. That's why we made good friends and such bad enemies. He is the Archbishop of Canterbury, Henry, who had no right to send him into exile. I never sent him. He ran away. Thomas's chancellor cheated me of 30,000 marks, and all the rest is cant. This is the same man who stuffed his belly under the chancellor's robes, who now lives like a monk and stuffs his soul with sanctum. Henry, No, Louis, I shan't listen to you. Leave me to deal with Thomas. But don't lend him any money, you'll never get it back. My lords.
4: My
2: lord King. Eleanor. Fourteen years. And you look just the same.
4: <laughs> that was rather touching, don't you think? What? Louis what he said. Absurd, of course. I'm growing wrinkled as a prune.
1: You'll be the first to notice.
4: And what does that mean? That I'm always staring into mirrors? Is that your sense? All women
1: stare into mirrors.
4: That's very absurd. All respond
1: to empty compliments like hawks to carrion.
4: What a pretty phrase. That's what I like about you, Henry. Your elegance, your wit. As for compliments, I don't know how you're capable of judging our response, never having stooped to pay one.
1: As he did. Louis? Yes.
4: Are you jealous? (laughs) That's amusing.
1: He was a perfect lover, I suppose. (laughs)
4: Louis, he thought I was a saint, as he was. He worshipped me with a hopeless and adoring passion, which was extremely boring. And shall I tell you something else? Yes, tell me. Well, I don't know how it is with hawks or hounds or horses, but it is a fact with ladies that the simple act of being mounted and impregnated is never quite enough. Isn't that strange of us? We have this other appetite for being worshipped and adored. And whilst it's true that you are a splendid piece of male machinery, quite capable of mounting and impregnating whole troops of ladies, It's also true that you are as incapable of loving as a pack-mule. And that, when all is said and done, turns out to be just as boring as being married to a saint. Now put out the candle and go to bed.
1: What of me? you? Don't I need to be loved?
4: I have loved you. Much more than you deserve. Never.
1: But... Favors for my devotion. Say you love mummy and you can have a sugar plum. One of you worshipped me. He was what you wanted, a fawning lapdog, a troubadour to sing your praises and ask for nothing more. <laughs> now you shall love me. Oh, Get on your knees and pray. <laughs> I am your lord and master You are my thing, my whore And you shall kneel to me Say that I worship and adore. all I'm not a beggar in your court of love It is you who serve And you shall serve No No,
4: you shall Kneel
1: to the devil's service
3: Because my lord King Henry Remains impenitent because he hardens his heart against his spiritual master and submits his soul not to Almighty God but to the devil. Because he listens not to our entreaties and to our prayers and to our admonitions but to evil counsels which do seek to destroy the authority of Holy Mother Church. For all these causes we do most solemnly admonish and advise him that he has placed his soul in peril under the threat of excommunication from the Church of God. As we now excommunicate the following for their willful disobedience and for their sins against us and the Church of Rome. May their lights be put out as we extinguish their candles Christ Jesus, curse them all. John of Oxford, Robert de Brock,
1: Richard de Lucy. You see what he's done. I swear by almighty God that I shall never in this life call Thomas Becket friend again or offer him the kiss of peace. I've sworn, but I'll defeat him. What do you think?
6: Of the plans for the marriage? Uh-huh. Henry of Saxony and Matilda, your eldest girl? Well, he's a fine young man, that is true. What does he say? The emperor, his uncle.
1: Oh, he approves.
6: You have to speak up, Henry. I don't hear so well now.
1: Frederick approves. He's very pleased.
6: He wants an ally in his struggle against the Pope. Ah, I'm not so old that I cannot see what you mean by making this alliance. A warning to his holiness not to go too far with Thomas Beckett. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I had a letter from him. From Thomas? Uh, A very long one.
1: He spends more time on scribbling than he does on paternosters. What did you answer him?
6: Answer? I told him, what am I going to do with Henry? He is too big to come when his mother calls. (laughs) But I think you should be careful. Thomas and Louis together can be dangerous for you. Why don't you swallow your pride for once and let him go back to Canterbury?
1: On whose terms? What terms does he want? To set himself above the king. He doesn't trust me. He knows me too well.
6: I cannot dispute that. You should never have made him archbishop in the first I place. I
1: wanted him to crown young Henry and settle the succession.
6: Children, come closer. There's something I want to tell you. Yes. How you should keep your children's love. You know how to train a falcon? Very well. If you fill their crops with food, they become lazy. And when you call them, they never come. The same with families. Tell them what will be theirs when you are gone but never give it to them oh some morsel if you want now and then just to keep them happy but do not give them everything they seek I tell you this because I'm dying and we may not speak again remember Henry the hungry falcons that is the only way to make them dance to your tune.
7: Marguerite? Excuse
4: me. Good night, Papa Henry.
1: Oh, little Marguerite. (laughs) Don't be too long. How old is she now? Ten, father. And have you, Henry?
7: Well, she's devoted to me. The only thing that troubles her is all this talk of war. You and her father.
1: There won't be any war. I hate it, unless Louis chooses.
7: I'll tell her. She'd be grateful, really.
1: And how are things in England? I thought your mother would be here. She should be here at Christmas.
7: Well, I suppose we like England very much. We do a lot of entertaining. Rather oh, too many. Friends.
1: There's no more money
7: if you say so,
1: father. This business of Beckett and the Curia has bled me dry. There's not a penny. Why don't you stuff that up your ass? We were talking about your mother.
7: Yes. Well, of course, she had the baby at Oxford Castle.
1: John, we shall call
7: it. I'm afraid she doesn't like it. What, the name? No, the baby. Hates it, she says. Something about conception and the devil. I didn't really understand.
1: Some women's nonsense.
7: Yes, I expect it is. She never seems like me, really, if it comes to that.
1: What are you hiding?
7: Hiding, Father?
1: Yes, I know when you're hiding something. Is it about your mother? Tell me. It's
7: all right, I will. The only reason I didn't was I thought you'd be angry. I didn't want to make you angry. After all, do put that knife down. Well? The fact is, Father, she's found you out. There's a girl at Godstone who had a baby. Walter de Clifford's daughter.
1: Rosamunde. What did your mother do? She didn't harm her. By Christ, if she touches the hair of that lady's head, I'll spring her up.
7: What do you mean she wouldn't?
1: Oh, she's capable of anything, your mother.
7: It's not as if this was the first. I suppose what really made Mother furious was that this girl may seem to pity her. I think Mother wanted to despise her, and she can't. Do you see?
1: What's she going to do,
7: then? Stay in England for the present. Perhaps it's better. We do have awful rows.
1: I need her. That's the strange thing.
7: I'm sorry, Father.
1: You don't realize how much you need people until they've gone.
4: So there you are. Thank you, Amaria. You can come back later to help me change. I got here just afternoon. Where have you been? Hunting? Well, I shan't ask what. Either it will turn up for dinner or in your bed, depending on the game, you see.
1: Eleanor! Yes?
4: Oh, I just remembered. They told me in the kitchens there was no wine. Why is that?
1: Uh, there is no wine in Argento. No
4: wine for Christmas?
1: I'll see what I can do.
4: Well, if you're expecting many people, as I should think you are it seems rather foolish to have arranged to bring them to a town which has mysteriously run out of wine.
1: Eleanor, I'm sorry.
4: Don't apologize. You must get some wine, that's all. I
1: don't mean that. I haven't seen you for 20 months. My mother's dead. I've missed you.
4: I know about your mother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you've missed me too. I'm afraid we shan't be seeing very much of one another in the future. What do you mean? I mean that after Christmas I intend to move to Poitiers. I shall establish my own court there under my own authority as Duchess of Aquitaine. I shall continue to be your loyal wife and to conduct myself as such in public. In private I consider that all intimacy between us is at an end.
1: Why? Why do you say so? I'm
4: sure it would be better if we don't discuss that.
1: Oh, this because of Rosamond de Clifford.
4: No, not because of Rosamond de Clifford, not at all. Not because of Rosamond de Clifford, nor of Easter Stafford, nor Basilia de Clare, nor anyone but you and me. You took an oath to me, Henry. Do you remember it? An oath? Oaths are important to you, oaths between men. You thought an oath made to a woman had very little worth. You swore to love me, Henry. It was a solemn vow, much more important to me than the ones you made in church. You swore that if you broke it, you prayed the God of love would curse you and torment you until the day you died. I told you then he was a cruel God. And though you won't believe this, I shall be very sorry for you. I am sorry for you, Henry. I think you're going to suffer.
1: And what about the children?
4: Oh, the children! You've remembered them. Well, there are seven, if you count them up. Henry's taken care of. Matilda's gone to Saxony. John, I shall leave to you and his wet nurse. I haven't taken to him. And one will go with me. I intend to name Richard as my heir to Poitou and Aquitaine. And as soon as it can be arranged, he'll be proclaimed the Count. You can't!
1: Can't what? Can't make him your heir. He is my son. You are my queen. Only I can leave him anything. No, you're
4: wrong. It's King Louis
1: who's my liege
4: lord. And under the terms of our separation, he left me in possession of my inheritance. Fortunately, it's in the South, under the protection of our Southern law, the Code of Justinian.
1: I won't allow it! I'll kill you first!
4: That would be very foolish, because Richard would soon avenge me. There's no need for us to fight at all. In public, as I told you, I shall function as your loyal queen. Unless you choose to make it quite impossible for me to do so. You must choose, Henry. Shall we live apart? in peace or fight together? do what you want. thank you. i should in either case.
1: sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander and two can play at that.
2: so there we are. that's the way of it. You besiege my castles, I burn yours, and so the game goes on. No point to it. This time we'll settle it. I mean that, Henry. I mean this treaty between us to stand forever. I too. There are troubles enough in this world without our quarrelling. So there are. And here's so many things. They said at one time you might make an alliance with the German Emperor against the Pope and me. No, really. Your move, I think. And then, um, how is Eleanor? Eleanor? They tell me at Poitiers she set up what they call a court of love with its own laws laid down by the ladies, in which men are all their vassals and have no powers at all. Yes, so I believe it's a sort of game. Really? And they hold trials of love and give judgments on matters of dispute between the lovers?
1: Yes, so I've heard.
2: Lucky for you and me, and for all men, that it is just a game. If women made the laws of this world, we should all be given up to vanities and folly. My God, that's true. You know it has surprised me. Mm-hmm. In our own arrangement, your decision to give the inheritance of Maine and Anjou as well as Normandy to young Henry and Marguerite. Providing your estate?
1: You've had, um, no premonition. Of what? Good heavens. I'm making provision for my sons. What's strange in that? And Richard, too. Yes, Richard, too. They're all to be provided for at my decision.
2: You will surprise the world, I think, tomorrow. And I'm a little surprised for you, too. For me? Tomorrow.
1: Do homage for their lands.
2: Max Robes, I pray my own son may grow as fair. Well. Richard. Take care of my little Alice. Max Robes. Geoffrey, young Count of Brittany. And now to complete our reconciliation after this homage. Come forward, my Lord Archbishop.
3: My Lord King,
1: your servant. Stand up, stand up. There's no need for it. We're old friends. Old enemies, but we can talk together. My Lord, I thank you.
3: It is my only wish that we should be reconciled today. It is through my sins, I know, that the church in England has suffered so many grievous wrongs. What wrongs? My Lord King. Confiscation of her land. Offences against her servants I shall not speak of these on the whole matter of the dispute between us. Before our Lord, the King of France, these princes and, and all witnesses, I submit myself to your royal judgment, saving the honor of God.
1: The honor of God. nothing but that. Then, by God's honour, nothing has changed between us. My Lord's... No, my Lord King! I tell you, this is the same trick by which you labour to deceive me, as he has deceived so many more. It's not God's honour he wants to save here, but his own. And so that nobody here thinks I despise God's honour, I will offer him this. There have been many kings of England before me and many archbishops of Canterbury, great and holy men, Let him yield to me what the greatest and most saintly of his predecessors conceded to the least of mine. And I'll be satisfied. Do you hear this, my Lord Archbishop?
2: Do you desire to be greater than the saints? Why do you hesitate? The peace you want so much is offered to you. Shall I? When
3: so much has been suffered by our fathers here on earth in the name of Christ Forswear my reverence to God for anything on earth Not so not so
1: Come with me to England return and consecrate young Henry as heir to the throne. I need you trust me Tom grant me the kiss of peace. A kiss? I've sworn. Thomas, I took an oath. I dare not. What does it mean, a kiss? But I have sworn. I... I'll see it done now. Heaven and earth their rise against me, but I'll see young Henry crowned consecrated and anointed, and acknowledged by the barons as my heir, it must be done with delay too long. You were not here, my lord. I've been at war. We sailed from Barflare in such a sea that it's only by the grace of God I reached England. I had to be here in peril of my life before it was too late. Who can I trust? Thomas and Louis are in league, the Pope spins like a weathercock. Have all the ports been watched? They have, of course. No messenger must come from Thomas. I still hold a mandate from the Pope that gives York authority to crown young Henry, so... Why? What's the matter? Well, we do, of course, have that authority, my lord. But what? We published the penalties
2: you ordered. Confiscation, exile, mutilation to anyone. We've taken every possible precaution.
1: And still, what happened? The bishop will explain. It was a day, my lord. And you remember that was the day that the
3: Pope had ordered for the full resumption of Becket's powers in England, and unless you have been reconciled and had granted him the kiss of peace. Yes, I remember. And, well, as Bishop of London, I decided to absent myself from St Paul's on this occasion, and the Mass was conducted by a priest, Father Vitalis. And as he began the oratorium, a stranger knelt at the and made an offering which he took to be a gift but it was in fact uh, a letter I have it here Michael.
1: in the absence of the bishop of his diocese from the archbishop of canterbury by God's authority to celebrate Mass in this church no more. Where is the messenger? He slipped away. I'm afraid we've found no trace of him. I hold the authority from the Pope nothing has been received no messenger reached england against my order my lord what shall we do you you must make a choice lord bishop to obey me or thomas the consecration of young henry will be conducted in westminster on the 14th day of june and i shall be there You see, I did it. Young Henry in Westminster Abbey.
4: Richard, in the sacred church of Saint-Étienne.
1: Heir to the throne of England. Count of Poitou, a
4: mystical marriage with saint
1: valerie You'd have been proud to see
4: it. I was proud.
1: My father was Count, Count of Anjou. He will be king, son of a king.
4: Count of Poitou, and I was Count Henry. Richard.
1: My son! A mystical marriage with Saint-Valerie. So where was little Alice?
4: And where was Marguerite?
2: She's my daughter. Did you intend some insult? No. The fact remains, Henry is crowned and Marguerite is not.
1: Well, it's very simple. We'll have a second coronation. Could you? Why not? And this time, Thomas shall do it as Archbishop of Canterbury in London. What do you say? Of course, there is the question of terms. Compensation for his loss of revenues. I accept him. I asked him to render his account. Do you know what he asked for? What? 30,000 marks. (laughs) He has suffered much. It's the very same sum I demanded of him before he ran away. (laughs) Honours even. And this time, only one thing's needed. Thomas must trust me. Why does he not? Well, he still insists to grant him the kiss of peace before he returns to England. You see, that's what I mean. There's always something more. No, Henry.
2: This is an old demand. Dear
1: God, it's hot. have you noticed? I never mind the heat. Yes, that's why you go to heaven and I'll go to hell. You
2: haven't answered. What? Will you grant Thomas the kiss of peace? That's all he seeks now. In England. Why not here? I have sworn an oath here. You're sweating. Have you a fever?
1: I'm trembling. <sighs> trembling. It's love. Rosamundi. We gather roses among the thorns. Thorn in my side. Mm-hmm. Hey! Who's there? Who can I trust? Thomas. Thomas is coming back. We'll go to England. My lord? Thomas. I'm dreaming you're here.
3: But I shall go to England. Will you come with me?
1: Oh, we met in England. Those were good times. Do you remember we rode together and saw a beggar? And you said, Show sure your magnificence, give him a cloak. And so I gave him yours. <laughs> oh, you were always much more magnificent than I. The earth was not enough. It was vanity. There must be something, something before the dark. Nothing, my lord, in this world. Only what men will say of us hereafter. Oh, men, (laughs) what will they say of me or you? (laughs) That's why I go to Canterbury to find my answer. What shall I do? Grant me the kiss of peace. The kiss? No. I see the bones under your skin. It's not you, but death. I will not! I will not! I will not! Thomas, Susie! Richard, my lord. Lucy fever's gone I watched you through the night and I shall have. what did I say will I promise him who my lord Thomas I told him his face was death. when he reaches England I shall not go for Christmas tell me tell me from England what Thomas does Have you come? My, my lord. My R- Lord Archbishop, R- Jocelyn, Folliot, you came from England to wish me a Merry Christmas. For God's sake, tell me what has happened. What has Thomas done? We cannot speak.
3: My lord, it's true. The bishops cannot answer you. Before he ever landed, Thomas sent letters of excommunication against them both.
1: It's true. You see, my lord, as excommunicates, they cannot speak to you. I know you fool. And you, can you speak? My lord, I have been suspended on the archbishop's orders. Thomas has pronounced sentence on all who took part in the consecration of your son. On all? Why not on me? I was the chief offender. Why not on me? He has not gone so far yet. But I believe he may. My Lord King, he rode to London with armed knights about him. The people thronged to see him pass. They shouted, Thomas, Thomas of London, and they cheered him. He has returned to England like a messiah. Thomas of London. While he lives, my Lord, I do not think there will be peace or quiet for you. Hell and its angels, tell me no more. I have had enough. He was a man who came to me with nothing. Ate my food, drank my wine, smiled as you smile. All of you, you take from me and you give me nothing. I give my blood, my guts. I lift you like dog shit from the gutter. I give you power and glory and I have nothing. Nothing from you at all! Oh, let Thomas be the king! Let the people cheer him, kneel to him, kiss his feet! What do you care, you pimps? You will endure it, you will endure it all! Oh, God, there's not one... No one who cares to help me, no one who honors me, to rid me of this thief forever, this filthy, dirty, low-born priest! Who can I pray to now? Not one! Upset. I didn't mean it. I never quit.